But like, are we ready to hit the record button? Because okay, I you already <laughs> you already hit it. Does it notify and you or something, or how do you know? Because I'm looking at the browser, Michaela. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm using my eyes. Oh, the original eyeball. notification system. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm hilarious. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, welcome everybody to episode welcome. two of Unfiltered. Welcome, welcome, welcome to, I have some questions, a couple of suggestions. If you're a true fan, you'll get it, but it's fine. Um, okay, anyway. Anyways, I'm also a fake fan. We can get into that another time. But anyways, um, now we play the jingle. Like, I need to find a good time to like ease into that, you know? Anyway. Well, anyways, I'm Michaela. Um, I'm Kimberly. And we are back with Unfiltered. Episode two. <laughs> episode two. <laughs> and... Today is a real exciting day. I know it's only episode two and we're kind of jumping right into this. Yeah. But we decided it would be fun to answer some of your questions. Because we have many fans. Many fans out there. Many fans. (laughs) Many fans. And we thought you guys would have interesting questions for us. And it proves that you guys do. Yes. Um, Some of them we had to delete because (laughs) we're not going to answer that on a public place. And some of them... Honestly, so deep that I mm-hmm. had to think about my answer before recording this because yeah. they were intense. So, and no one likes to think or no use one their likes brain. to think. Like I don't even know what that is anymore. Yes. Yeah. So here we are. I guess um, here we are. I guess. Yeah. So welcome to Unfiltered. Okay, before we start today's episode, we just want to say that uh, obviously we want to answer all of these questions to the best of our ability, but we're also on a time crunch. So please excuse us if we kind of like zoom through because we have a lot of questions. Like, yes, thank you. Thank you all. And that was us cutting some of them out. So thank you all for sending in your questions. We'll do another. We have 18 questions today, but a lot of the questions, if we don't answer them today, it's because we're also going to do a second one of these and we save some of those questions. So look out for that in the future. Yes. And another thing is that a lot of the questions touch on like advice and different things about college and engineering specifically. And I, this podcast will be on my YouTube channel and I have videos. Lol. I have videos regarding a lot of the topics and discussing different things like what it's like to be a woman in engineering, going in undeclared, blah, blah, blah. So if you're interested in learning more, please check those out. Like and subscribe. Um, but yeah, no, for real, sorry if you don't think we answered your question, there was a reason either we didn't want to, sorry, or Kim answered it in another video or plans to answer it, or it's just not in this episode and we'll be in a future one. But seriously, thank you all for sending in your your questions. I know we're going to have like five listeners and we accept that. (laughs) I'm going to say that every episode because it's just a fact of life, but we're excited (laughs) to answer these questions because that's always fun. So yes, um, I'm sure we'll do more of these in the future too. So if you think of anything, let us know. And here we go. Here we go. All right. Um, I feel like we should start with, oh no, I'm number gen- generating. That's yes, right. Yes, you nuts. Sorry, we're doing this randomly. Okay, ready? Okay. Generate. And number six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what key event slash moment made you decide, yes, this field is for me? So this is more on the serious side. Um, For me, at least, the one that comes to mind first is I, so I studied chemical engineering in 
college. I'm doing my PhD in chemical engineering. And uh, my first year or in high school, I actually really, really hated general, general chemistry. But then when I took the course in college, I seriously, seriously fell in love with it. And I realized I wanted to take organic chemistry. You don't hear that often. But once I started taking OCHEM, I realized there's just a lot you can do with the degree. And I was like, I love this so much. And I have not looked back since. And I don't regret my decision at all. So yeah. I kind of had a unique situation. I was lucky enough that the high school I went to had a four-year engineering program. So I did that. So I kind of decided it was the field for me a little early on, which is probably unlikely for you if you're just going to college that you had an experience like that. Um, but I did have like a solidifying experience was once I was in college and had decided on that major that kind of made me be like, yes, this is for sure. I'm glad I chose this. I'm in the right place. Um, so as an engineering major, pretty much, I think like every school does this. I don't think it was UCI specific, but you'll most mm-hmm. likely do like a senior design project or a senior year project or capstone project or something. Um, and UCI, at least I think a couple times throughout the year, like I think it, the end of each quarter, maybe mine, I Mm. say maybe because I didn't follow the typical pathway of the senior design path. Um, But many students who do end up presenting at these, um, what are they called? Senior design exhibition thing. I can't remember the name. (laughs) Anyways, uh, basically, like there's a whole walkway in engineering and people line up with their posters or their experiments or their prototypes or whatever they've been working on. Um, to exhibit them to the public can come, to other students, to professors, whoever wants to come look at it. You know, it's for anyone to come see what they've been working on, their accomplishments. And so I remember as a freshman leaving class and not knowing this was going on, not even knowing what it was. And I happened to walk through this area of campus where this was happening. And I stopped and looked at a couple of the um, like engineering projects. And I literally, like Kim says she remembers this, but I literally texted her <laughs> and in our group chat And was like, guys, I am actually like there are tears in my eyes because looking at those projects made me so excited to go into that field and be able to do that in my future and present and do this kind of project. So that was like the fact that it got me so excited that I literally cried was kind of a telling sign for me. So that was my (laughs) moment. I feel that, dude. I feel feel that. that. All right. Generating a new number. Number nine. All right. You go ahead and read that. What is your favorite (laughs) equation? Whoever okay. asked this, I swear. <laughs> I'll go first because uh, I already know mine. You know, as a chemi, uh-huh. it's PivNert, dude. PivNert. It is PivNert. Ideal gas law, PV equals NRT. Always the go-to. All I gotta Always. say. All I gotta say is for me, Newton is my main man. F equals MA. <laughs> there is nothing better because when you don't know what to do, you just set all forces equal to zero. <laughs> Uh, i love that dude yeah i feel you a lot of assumptions made a lot of assumptions number three this is good it's kind of bouncing back and forth between the serious and the funny so right okay so what has been the most fun slash interesting project you worked on slash proudest moment that you've had you can go first okay that's a lot in one question Okay, I know, right? I'm going to answer the first part, the most fun slash interesting project. I would have to say shout out to my homies, John and Josh. Yes, I got permission to use their names. <laughs> um, but our senior year, holy fuck, that was senior year, right? Yes, senior no, year. No, that was definitely junior year. So, dude, that was junior <gasps> it was ju- year. It was spring quarter of junior year. Oh, my God. Time flies by. Okay. Yeah. Spring quarter of junior year. Uh, I think it was spring quarter. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, 
we were in MA106, which is one of those classes that everyone kind of knows about if you're in engineering because it's known to be kind of a hell class because of the project, Mm -hmm. but it really turned out to be one of the most fun things I did in college. Basically, we had to build a robot out of limited materials that were provided to us and we kind of, you could, there was room for like doing your own thing, but also you had to make it work with the materials you were given. And it basically had to like follow a maze and there were a lot of like components, like how fast it went, like um, all these different things. And it was really fun. <laughs> Definitely got in some heated arguments with two of my best friends who were my teammates because <laughs> so it's not always good to work with your friends. Right. But we worked it out and ended up getting third place, I think, in our like competition of like 20 people in our class or whatever. Our it was something queen. like that. So ended up doing pretty good. Um, super, super fun. Really good project. It's stressful, yeah. but honestly, one of the most fun things. Proudest moment. There are many, which is good. Um Mm. But I would say two of the ones that stand out to me are when I presented in our undergraduate research opportunities program um, for two of my research projects. That was really fun and really cool to see all our work um, like come together at the end of the year. Mm. And then also it was my goal to get cum laude when I graduated and I yeah. barely made that cut off. So I am very proud to have that tassel and have that on my degree. So, yeah. Yes, dude. What about you, Queen? Um, so my the most interesting project that I work on definitely super challenging. I was very stressed out a lot of the time, but during my senior year, I did research at the National Fuel Cell Research Center, which is at UCI, and I did a project about electric double layer, and it was about um, oh my god, electro wedding. Okay, you're a nut. <laughs> Electro wetting, basically, you see how the surface between a solid metal and a liquid electrolyte interact when you change the external conditions, like the pH of the solution, the um, application of voltage on the surface of the metal, blah, blah, blah. Well, so that was really fun for me. Double layer. <laughs> You're a nut, dude. So it was really fun for me to do that just because I learned a lot about, like, electrochemistry and fuel cells in general and it kind of pushed me into the field that I want to go into in grad school and for my proudest moment I would actually say now that I'm thinking about it um the when I presented my research findings at a fellowship I did last summer that summer was really really hard for me and I'll kind of touch on this later but I got through the summer even though it was very difficult and I presented my findings in front of a bunch of different PhD people at national labs and a bunch of my peers and, and I, I watched actually, it live. Yes, it was, it was, it was live thing. broadcasted <laughs> by the de- Department of Energy. So really, really proud moment for me. And yeah, dude, lots of proud moments, lots but that one moments. sticks out for sure. Yeah. Good. good Damn, good. we're queens. Queens, queens, queens. <laughs> okay, number eight. Oh, another serious. Ooh. Ooh. Kim, this one's on you, kind of. Mm. Go for it. Okay. So it says how to cope, how do you cope with imposter syndrome and how do you respond when someone directs directly singles you out as a woman or minority in STEM? So just to preface this, I am still dealing with imposter syndrome. I deal with it every single day. It is not fun, but can and you, so if anyone can you yeah, give ahead. us a little background as to what it is in case anybody doesn't know oh, what okay. it is. Yes. So imposter syndrome is the feeling of not, or it, basically you think that you don't belong somewhere 
because you feel like you're not good enough or you're not capable or you don't have the same qualifications that everyone else does. You basically think that you're a fraud in the field that you're in, even though there's so much evidence to prove that you definitely belong there just Mm -hmm. like everyone else. Your mind is telling you, you suck. You know, it's like being insecure. So I deal with that all the time just because a lot of the things I do are very male dominated. That is a fact when you're in engineering, I'm sure Michaela can relate. Um, And so I'm still dealing with this. If anyone else has any tips about it, please do. But right now, right now, I basically just because when I am struggling with imposter syndrome, it affects my schedule and how I get things done. So I'm trying to really focus in on that and make sure that I'm following through with my schedule and telling myself that these thoughts like aren't real Mm -hmm. and that I do definitely belong. And I try to recall what I've done in the past. Like the fact that I've won many awards, I've gotten different scholarships, different fellowships. Just pull up that resume. (laughs) Basically look at your resume when you start to feel (laughs) imposter syndrome and tell yourself you're a bad bitch. Because they are there for you to tell you you're a bad bitch. Yes, 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 yes. But, and Okay, wait, what's the second part? Oh, how does respond when someone directly singles you out as a woman? I am still working on this as well because I kind of had a situation. Okay, I'll just kind of tell it. Basically, I had a mentor that he wasn't saying like, because you're a woman, you suck. But he was saying, because I'm a woman, a beautiful woman, that is how I've become successful in STEM. So he was belittling all of my accomplishments because of my beauty. And I definitely didn't respond in the way I wish I would have. I wish I would have said something to him. I kind of just took his compliments and went on with my life. And it really messed me up that summer. That's what I was talking about. But I'm still learning to really, you know, have a powerful voice. And I'm an adult now. I'm 22 years old to if something makes me uncomfortable to say something. And I know Sometimes it's really hard depending on the situation Mm -hmm. you're in. In that situation, I felt super inferior because I was just an intern. But seriously, speak out, ladies, if you're feeling something. Or even men, if you're a minority, like a person of color. These microaggressions are not okay. And they seriously need to be dealt with. Because if we don't say anything, then it just continues to go on in the future. And we don't want that. And can I also say that there are like, like if this something like what Kim went through that was actually serious, not that other things aren't, but something serious that does need to be brought up. Like if you're in a professional setting too, like that is what HR is there for. It's not like in the Mm -hmm. office, like everyone doesn't hate Toby. Like, you know, like- That's what they're there for. Like, it might be scary to talk to them, but it needs to be done because not only are you standing up for yourself, but you're standing up for other people who could be subject to that same treatment if you don't speak up about it. So if that helps at all, like give you motivation to to speak up, then try to keep that in mind. But yeah, I mean, I really quickly, I did end up like reporting my mentor at the end of everything. And they did email me like confirming that he will not be a mentor again. So that was great. I felt really good about Mm -hmm. him or uh, knowing that no other person will have to experience what I experienced. But yeah, Yeah. I, I definitely encourage you if you can, I know it's really hard depending on the situation, but seriously do it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I also want to shout out Kim that she recently put up a YouTube video where she doesn't necessarily address how to deal with it because it's something we're all trying to figure out still, but she explained this a little bit more and I think she's going to put up a separate episode specifically about 
this subject. So if you want to hear more about that, then check that out. Oh, I love it. Okay, moving on. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Google Generator wants us to only do the serious questions. Should I do another uh, one? I'll regenerate. Yeah, another we need a funny one. Number 11. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you both get hit on a lot? Go ahead. Me? I'm not the person to start this. It is a well-known fact amongst Kimberly and all of our friends that Kimberly is like the hot spot. Like the amount of times Kim has gotten hit on. Kim's mm-hmm. just hot stuff, which she is. I've seen her. I'm literally okay, looking at her right now. But anyways, like, yes, we have both gotten hit on. Kim can talk more about this, but there have been some funny times. I will say my funniest experience with that. I remember I was on the bus. I told you guys about this. I was on the bus coming to campus from our apartment second year. Yeah. And we get off this bus and I'd noticed on this bus that this one guy kept staring at me, but like didn't say anything to me and was like afar on the other side of the bus, whatever. So I didn't really think that much of it. And then I, we get off at the bus and I'm walking and he freaking comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder. He says, hi, we talk for like 30 seconds and then immediately like interrupts me and is like, oh, by the way, like, are you single? (laughs) Oh, I told you this. I guess you don't remember. And I was, I just straight up, I was like, oh no, I'm so sorry. Like I'm in a relationship. And he was like, he straight up was like, okay, bye. Like we'd been oh. talking. He just straight up left. Oh my God. Okay. I admire the effort though. I do. I do. It kind of, it does take guts. I agree. So whoever you were, shout out to you, but also, okay, bye. <laughs> Peace. You're not what I wanted then. <laughs> bye. Yikes, dude. Yeah. Okay, so is that your answer? I mean, yeah, that's only one funny story. I could, you could go on a lot longer than I could. Yikes. Um, so I think this question is like trying to be in the realm of engineering. Like, did you get hit on a lot in the realm of engineering? And I would say yes. There's three guys for sure. I remember in my STEM classes that are very interesting stories okay. that tried to pursue me, but I, I I did, yes. And also, I think a lot of guys, it's so interesting because when you're actually working with guys in the in STEM, we'll touch on this later, but sometimes it feels like they're trying they're kind of belittling you. They they don't really listen to you, blah, blah, blah. But if you're talking, at least in my experience, if you're talking to a guy, I have spoken to multiple guys where they're like wondering what I do for a living or what I study and I'll tell them engineering and they'll immediately find me more attractive because they assume (laughs) that I'm smart and everything, you know? So I don't know that kind of relates to that. There's one specific story where this guy, it was while I was studying abroad, this guy was like, what do you study? No, wait, let me guess. And he was like, you must study like psychology or sociology or something like that. And then I said, actually, no, I study chemical engineering. And he stopped in his tracks and straight up said, I'm not exaggerating. You're so sexy right now, now that I know you study uh, engineering. And I'm just like, uh, okay. okay. (laughs) I'll tell you that has happened to me. I was at a bar and line dancing shout out in cahoots um Mm -hmm. and i was outside getting fresh air i was just by myself and this guy came up to me and started talking to me and i was like okay whatever talk to him ask me where to go to school whatever and um i think he asked my major and i said mechanical engineering and he was like like no shit like 
I thought you were going to say psychology or something. And I, I straight up, I'm not lying. I, I was 100% sober. I looked at him and I was like, oh, why? Because I'm a blonde female. And he was like, uh, uh, no, you just, you just look like it. <laughs> or no, he was, I don't know what he said. He was like, oh, no, I, I just, I, I just thought that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I left. Sure. I showed up, turned around and I walked away. God. Yeah, he like tripped over his words because yeah. he didn't think he didn't you were going to clap back. He did not think I was going to say anything, but I called Damn. him out on that shit. <laughs> Listen, males, if you're listening to this, if a woman says she said, like, don't assume what she said he's based off of her looks. That's the whole point or not the whole point of this podcast, but you can't just make these assumptions about people because look at me and Michaela, two bad bitches that study engineering. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> Next question. Next dude. question. Number generator. Number five. Take it away. Oh my God. Oh yes. I remember the answer. Okay. What is one thing you would. Okay, Michaela. <laughs> Sorry. I meant to cross it out on a list, but I made it as a subscript. So it got super small. She made the text so small. Okay. What is one thing you wish you'd known entering your degree? I definitely, so I care a lot about the environment. I want to do my PhD about like environmental research. Um, And I thought chemical engineering would be more like that because I didn't really do research entering my major, but it is, I wish I'd known it's very focused on like, at a lot of universities, very focused on like petroleum, oil and gas, blah, blah, blah. And I guess I wish I'd known that. Otherwise, I would have done maybe something environmental. But that's why I'm doing my PhD at UC right. Riverside now, because my PhD will be in chemical and environmental engineering. So boom, drop mic. Anywho, go ahead. Um, oh, mine is kind of general. It's not necessarily mechanical engineering, but more just like STEM. And also, it's kind of specific to our situation, the fact that we went to a UC, which is research-based so a university of california in case anyone's out of state oh all those fans out there (laughs) um no but for real uh yeah what was i saying (laughs) oh you were saying that it's not really mechanical engineering it's it's more just stem based or honestly anything if you go to a research university i had been warned this because my brother went to a uc but i guess i didn't really take it seriously or i kind of thought i would be fine but i'm a very hands-on learner and the UCs are knowing for being much more like theoretical based, mm-hmm. um, which I found to be a struggle for me in my classes. So I kind of wish I'd, I can't say known because I did, but taken that more seriously and took action on it because there are a lot of opportunities to learn hands on, whether it's joining research early or just talking to your professors more, getting help or whatever it is that you need to do. Um, but I kind of just was one of those people, especially when I was a freshman who just like sat there, took my notes. It was all yeah. theoretical. I didn't really understand it did my best to and studied a heck of a lot to try to understand it, but I didn't really search for any outside resources to learn in a way that was better for me. Um, So I guess I, I don't know if I would have necessarily chosen a different school, but I, you know, because I was knew I was going into a research university and I'm, I did end up doing research later on, but I guess I wish I had taken more action earlier on to look for those resources because they're out there. They're out there for sure. Um, I think that once I joined research, I definitely like, was able to do more of that hands-on activity stuff and and that helped a lot for sure but that wasn't until the end of my second year so yeah cool dude cool dude generate number 13 okay okay well (laughs) (laughs) this will be a quick one would you rather be eaten by a bear or a shark cool i say bear 
Okay, what's your reasoning, though? <laughs> okay, um, basically, I'm, like, terrified of the open water with sharks. Like, I, mm. like, that, like, that would make, if I were to get eaten by, okay, I guess if I got eaten, I wouldn't be alive, but, like, yes. to remember it afterwards. <laughs> yes. But, like, I'm terrified of the open water, like, sharks and yeah. fish scare me. My friends know, like, they'll, uh okay, if you're listening to this, you know who you are, but, like, in the summer, we used to, like, in high school, we would go to the beach and like, they knew I was terrified of fish and they would like go underwater so I couldn't see them or come up behind <gasps> me and like poke me. So I no. thought there was a fish like touching my leg and I swear I would scream and freak out and they did it just freaking to annoy me because they knew. Anyways, uh, so I'm kind of terrified of open water. I can swim and everything and I like going to the see. ocean, but sharks terrify me. And like, have you seen okay. Soul Surfer? Literally bit yeah. off arm, okay? So <laughs> I'll take bear any day. <laughs> Okay, so my I would be eaten by a shark, and like Michaela, I'm very first of all, Michaela will go in the water. Like, you you will go in the water, I go right? In the water. Yeah, no, I I will. Right, I'm so scared of the water. I won't go in. I'll only go in like knee deep. So I am scared of the water. I am scared of the open ocean. The reason why I choose shark though is because they have much wider mouths. I feel like I'll die faster mm, and suffer less. That's smart. That is good. That is good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'd rather just not be eaten by either. I okay, agree. yeah. So that's that's another one. <laughs> okay, number two. Oh, what what do slash did you do on a day-to-day basis? We're gonna answer this in reference to college. Like what our college yeah. life look like. That's um okay. Yes. So on a day-to-day basis, I would go to class, of course. And I would study for literally. Okay, yeah, you did skip class <laughs> did a lot, class actually. A lot. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so I would go to class a lot. I would study for hours on end, and I did a lot of extracurricular stuff on or during college. So I would go to meetings for my leadership position or for my sorority. I would um, attend or go to work. Or I would go to my internship or I would go to research. So I was very, very busy. And basically, I Michaela feels this way too sometimes. We would be on campus for like 10 to oh, 12 yeah, hours a day. Sure. Like you it was pack very lunch long and days. dinner. You know it's yes. one of those days when you got to pack both. Um, yeah. I would say that literally just answering this question stresses me out because yes. quarantine has made me so freaking lazy <laughs> that thinking about Everything I used to do every day on a day-to-day basis in college literally stresses me out and I feel tired just thinking about it. So I don't know how I did that, but I did. But I was similar to Kim. I also had a job for three years in college, you know, engineering students. So generally a lot of studying, a lot of homework. Um, I was also in the same sorority. We were on leadership for all, most of our time there. Um, Mm. And then other extracurriculars, whatever they were, projects, whatever. So definitely busy, busy, busy. But yeah, go to class sometimes. Um, <laughs> I kind of was known for you skipping so class. Much. Okay, I will tell you why. You do you, but my philosophy was <laughs> work. What is it? Work smart, not hard. Okay. Yeah. I told you that I am a hands-on learner, and so often in my classes, I would not learn, and I would learn better by watching YouTube videos or doing it on my own time outside of class. So I would often skip class because why would I want to sit through an hour or two-hour lecture where I'm literally not going to understand what they're talking about when I could stay at home and watch videos or research it or read the textbook or whatever it is that's going to make me learn better. So work smart, not hard. You do you. 
I know you're paying for the classes, but honestly, I learned better sometimes by skipping class. I also skip class sometimes to like do other shit. Yes, you did. (laughs) But in general, if I skip class, it was because it was a class that I did not have a professor who I either understood well or learned well from. Right. Anyways, it was a lot harder for me to skip classes because Michaela's majors tend to be larger. Right. But mine... Our they would professors know. knew our faces. Yeah, so. no, ours didn't. I was usually in 100, 200 person lectures, even up until my senior year. The smallest lecture I had that wasn't like a writing class was maybe like 60 people. Right. And even then, they didn't really know your face very much because. And that was my class size. <laughs> yeah, that was like, like my whole, whole chemical engineering senior class. class. Yeah. And that was just like one particular lecture for me. So right. that definitely influenced that as well. I didn't like necessarily feel guilty or feel like I feel like I couldn't be there because of that. But. Um, yeah, day-to-day studying class. And then Kim and I had our little thing where we would usually, when we could, come home and we would study at our kitchen table together. That was right. thing. Aw, dude, don't make you cry. Oh. I'm sad. Okay, sad days. Okay. Rip. Anyways, next question. Uh, number, we did five already. That's what came up. So I went to another one, number 12. Cool. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Yes. Me, okay. The question is, an embarrassing or funny moment you had either in class or with a professor. Now, Kim and I read over these questions before we answered them to kind of get a grip on what we were going to say. And honestly, I feel like there was probably a more embarrassing moment for both of us that we just can't think about because either we're suppressing them or, (laughs) I don't know, college was so long ago. Yeah, Um, it really was. It feels like it, though. Um, So the only thing I can think of maybe isn't that funny. It was kind of funny for me, but um, I had this one class sophomore year with a bunch of my friends and I was no it was a large class as Kim said our my mechanical engineering classes were generally pretty large so no one was really had much attention on anybody else and so it was around dinner time and so I would always bring snacks to eat because I got (laughs) hungry and one time a professor called on me to answer a question and I was chewing my snack god I was like had my mouth full and then basically <laughs> he like asked what I was eating or something yeah straight up like n- like no doubt like once or twice a week when we had that class would call me out and ask what I mm. brought to class that day for my snack so I became known <laughs> as that girl um but ended up actually becoming one of my favorite professors at UCI for other reasons as well and actually wrote one of my letters of rec for something I was applying to um, so you never know where you're going to find your connection. That's all I got to say, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. Uh, for me, okay, yeah, like she said, I really don't remember a super wild, embarrassing moment, but a funny moment that really isn't that funny, but it's hilarious to me is that a lot of my, or one of my friends, one of my best friends, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if I can use his name, but he would ask dumb questions to me all the time. And I would tell him, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I personally think that there is such thing as a dumb question because if you're not listening and you ask a question the professor just talked about, that's a dumb question. Um, So he would look at the board and one time there was no way in heck that the, the V the letter V on the board stood for volume. Like it's literally impossible in this equation. And he had the audacity, (laughs) the nerve to ask me if the V was for volume when it was clearly for velocity. (laughs) 
clearly, the, ladies like clearly, there's no way it could have been volume. Are you picking yes, up dude. what I'm putting down? That's what it is. Are you smelling what I'm stepping in? Okay. Are you catching my drift? I feel like there's a more. I have a better story, but I'll try yeah. to think on that one, and maybe next next episode we'll try to try to touch on those. But it's yeah, a good sorry, question. Whoever asked that. Um. Okay. Number generator. Number ten. Have we answered number ten? No. No. Oh my god. <laughs> god. I'll read this one. Okay. I don't know if he wants his name out there, but this question is from my boyfriend of almost six years, asking specifically Kimberly. I quote, why do you kiss my girlfriend so much? (laughs) Now, all I have to say is there is much backstory to this story. Yes. And if you want to find out, you better keep listening because we're basically going to have like a whole episode on this story and (laughs) the stories that that bring off of it. Short answer is shut the fuck up and listen to the podcast. (laughs) All right. Cool. Yeah, dude. I answered that for Kimberly. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm crossing it out. Okay. Oh, thank you. Next, next, next. Next, next, next. 16. Is there a 16? Oh, we're getting all the funny ones now. I like it. It says, Kim, please rank everyone you've kissed in college, girls included. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, no. There's been so, not so many, but. There's been so many, though. Okay, Okay, first. Go through. Like, I guess you can't say everyone's name, so we have to do this methodically. Yes. One, my current boyfriend. He has to be. He has to be. Number one? Because he's the most recent person I've kissed. So I don't remember. What, number one? <laughs> yes. Okay. Number two, my boyfriend from first year, I'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So number three. Oh, damn. I didn't um, know this would be number two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think so, dude. Wait, because girls because included? Lot and I hear girls included? Michaela, <laughs> you will be last. <laughs> Oh, wait, actually, no. I'll say you're I'm number kidding, three. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We, we, we will practice this by three. saying that Kim and I literally, we have kissed, but it has Multiple been times. a peck like you kiss your mother. But it has yes. been on the lips. So, But I'll say you're three, and the reason why is because you are my best friend, so wow. it's like an emotional connection there. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Number four. Um, wow. Wow, <laughs> this is so hard. I'll say the guy from Scotland that I got really close with, or he's from Poland, but... Can I just say, shout out to whoever asked this question, you know who you are. Lots of good questions coming from that area, so... Yes, still my favorite. thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay, so guy from Poland that I met in Scotland is, is number four. Of me. Yep. Yes. Moving on. I will say number five is uh, this guy. He was my first kiss in middle school and we made out in college. So, yep. yeah, there's that. And number six. <laughs> okay. Number six is Josh that we mentioned. Oh, you can say his name. Because of the, the, the connection. Situation. Yeah, the situation. And number seven is... Oh my God, I guess. Okay, number seven is, uh, I'll say an alias, Bob. Okay. For him. And then. Wait, are you thinking of the same? (laughs) Bob is the one that asked specifically to be called something else. He told you. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Bob. And number seven, or eight, eight will be the mutual connection. (laughs) The guy whose connection to us is too close for comfort. Okay, my boyfriend. Do you know? 
Bye. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Kim has kissed my boyfriend. That is the story we have to talk about later on. There is a backstory, and we are still best friends. And I am still dating okay. that guy, so clearly everything worked out. But Please, if you're listening to this and you're a future employer, I'm not a bad person. I simply follow orders, and Michaela will tell you. Okay, I'm crying. Wait, why is he eight? Because he's a bad kisser. No, because I can't. What if I ranked him number one, Michaela? Um... I think I got everyone. I think I got everyone. Thank you for answering that question because that was a good question and love that you answered that. Also, the guy from Ireland, he did kiss me just on the cheek. We I wanted to kiss him, but I was scared. He kissed me on the cheek. He was really cute. So he's up there, but I didn't really rank him. But if I had to rank him, he'd be up there. (laughs) Number 18. Okay. What is the weirdest thing that happened to you in college? Oh, fuck. I forgot what I thought. I had an idea. Oh, banana water. Banana water. Ah, oh, banana water. God. There are so many things. Like, I don't know if it's UCI or just us, but like, there are so many weird things that, like, yes, this is one of many. Weirdest was we were in the dining hall, I think, first year. And okay, not weirdest. I think this is a cultural thing. So we're not trying to call that out. Yes. But yeah. it was very weird for us to see because we had never <laughs> seen anything like this before. It was interesting. It was interesting. Um, basically we saw this girl fill up a glass with hot water. Like it was a, it was like a cup, not a mug, right? a cup like that. You would fill up with soda or water and yeah. she got the, like the boiling water that you get for tea. Yeah. And then cut, did she cut them up or she would chew them and spit she, them in? She peeled it she and peeled, then, Oh no, she put it in her mouth, dude. Sorry. Yeah, I just got really excited. Did. She peeled a banana and then would bite it and then would like, would bite a piece of the banana and then would spit it into the hot water. Yes. did that with the whole banana and then drank the hot drank the water. water yeah so if anyone knows what this is like let us know yes. i think we looked it up and we saw that it was like a cultural thing in some parts i think i think it was like asia or something yeah so respect and maybe it's good i don't know we didn't try it maybe we should have tried it well i know hot water is very commonly right. Consumed in Asia. However, right. I never no heard bananas. of bananas. Yeah, maybe we should have tried it. So I guess you'll knock it till you try it, right? I'm gonna go do exactly. that. Exactly. Yes, oh, same. Maybe tomorrow when I get groceries. We'll do it on the next episode and next we'll do a live episode. reaction. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Okay. I'm holding you to that. Okay. Anyways, that was like one of the weird things. But here's the other thing. That wasn't the only time. We continuously yes. saw this girl, the same girl, do this on multiple occasions at the dining hall. The first time was yeah. when we were all together. But there were multiple occasions where one of us would see it and we'd message in our group and be like, banana girl is back. Banana. Banana water. Banana water. Um, So that was pretty weird. There are definitely other weird stories we have, but I think we have to hold off on those for another another episode. Okay. Okay. Next question. Uh, Let's do number seven. Okay. So it says, have you found it difficult in positions of leadership when you are above several others, including men in an organization do they respond differently to your leadership and if so how do you did you address it so Michaela and I talked about this earlier we definitely agree because both of us held leadership positions in college however it was in our sorority so all girls no problem there well there were problems but whatever (laughs) um uh no we didn't have leadership positions like in official organizations with men in them. Mm -hmm. However, we were both captains or team leads for projects with 
men in them. And I definitely experienced some issues. I remember one specific instance where it was in class. I was meeting with my group and the professor who was a female actually walked up to me and said, it was after class. She asked to speak with me and she said, have you noticed that your team members always talk over you? Mm -hmm. And I never really noticed that in the class, but as weeks went by, I, I told her I'll look in or like, I'll pay more attention to it now. And like, I don't know. She was just trying to look out for me. And I was really thankful for that. And I noticed that they interrupted me a lot. And so finally I snapped back at them and one of them interrupted me. And I was like, please do not interrupt me. And I kept talking because you have to stand your ground. Y'all do not let people interrupt you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's answer this last serious one. So we can end on these three quick funny ones. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. What has been your most uncomfortable experience slash biggest challenge as a woman in engineering? I also want to preface this by saying we got this question a lot in different like words or language. So we kind of condensed it into one because it's a very common question and we both have separate stories or whatever as to how we experienced this. Um, Well, do you want to start? You kind of already talked a little bit about your uncomfortable experience. Yeah. Yeah, I can start. So my most uncomfortable experience was, as I was saying earlier, that mentor I had who commented a lot on my looks and would say really inappropriate things to me. It's just really, I I talk about this in one of my videos on my YouTube channel. It's called discussing my lack of motivation while I sew. I I touch a little bit on this and I'm going to make a full video about it. But basically my mentor was just very inappropriate and it isn't fun having your accomplishments belittled like that. So it was not fun. It was a huge challenge because he kind of left me high and dry at some point in the summer. And I had to like finish most of the project by myself without really any guide because I was one, I was scared to ask for questions and two, he didn't want to talk to me. So it was a very, very challenging and uncomfortable time, but I persisted. I got through it and I'm here today, y'all. So you can get through whatever you're going through. Yes. You motivate me. You inspire me. Thanks, dude. Okay. Anyways, enough of this serious stuff. On a happy note, we got a couple of last questions here, which are probably the dumbest questions I've ever read. Some of them. (laughs) But all right. So the question is: Is water wet? And this is a debate that has been going on for many, many years. But you need to understand science. All right. (laughs) Yes, actually. Okay. It's kind of like is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, Oh my gosh. But this requires more science. Okay, whatever. So water by itself is not wet because the concept of being wet or wetting is the idea that water is adhering to the surface of a solid. So by itself, of course, water is a liquid. It cannot be wet, but it can wet other things. So it will wet something, but it is not wet by itself. It has to be attached to a solid. It'll wet you, baby girl. (laughs) All right. Ew. That's it. Okay. I'm cringing at what I just said. I know. But we're keeping it in. I'm not editing that. For real though, we are like double our what we're trying to make our normal time. I know we're on the episode two, but we're aiming for like 30-ish minute podcast. We're almost at an hour, but it's totally fine because these were entertaining and I hope you guys liked our answers. As we said, if there is oh, it is here. Oh, we'll answer that next time. We missed a question. It's okay, we don't have to. Um, as we said, if there's anything you want to hear more from specifically, not why did you kiss my girlfriend so much, but more along the lines <laughs> of experiences as a woman in STEM, right. please comment or whatever 
you want to do, message us because we're happy to answer more of that. And as Kim said, she's going to touch on a lot of that on her channel, on her own videos. So look out for those. And then also, if we did not answer your question, we have, this was literally half the questions and we still deleted yes. it a lot. So we're going to do another one of these sometime in the near future. So also look out for that. But we'll be here every Sunday. Yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for listening. I love you guys. I'm Kimberly, and, and this is Unfiltered. Okay, we'll get it something. All right, bye. <laughs>